0: Hello, hello. Gosh, we've had technical issues this morning. Let me give you the hot tip. I don't know how many times I've started my phone off and on and here we are. We're coming to you live for the Coffee Run episode 343. What I wanted to chat with you about today is the thinking, something that really pisses me off. The thing that really pisses me off is this and, and you might have experienced this yourself i don 't know, but it 's how when people are in launch mode and we know that they 're in launch mode because you get a ton of emails right they they email you it 's bombarding they which is fine you know that it adds value in all of those emails and that 's great adds value asks you to do something adds value asks you to do something it 's great I, I love the way that that happens throughout the launch process. The thing that shits me though is that they tend to ignore you out of launch so we see this happen all the time with some really really well-known marketers who have done some really incredibly successful launches and my thing around this is that i don't want you only to be trying to talk to me hey gerda when you're just trying to sell me your shit, right i want to i want to hear from you in between all of those times when you're trying to sell something so but at the moment, we, I just did a, a, a really quiet sort of soft release of Eye of the Tiger yesterday, which is a program that I'm really, really excited about, but I'll tell you that about that another day, uh, later on today. The thing that I'm really passionate about doing, talking about, advocating for is making sure that you guys are also adding value in between the times that you're selling. So let's say that you launch a new program, I don't know, let's say like once every six months, like that that seems to be the general consensus for a lot of people. I personally think that you should probably selling, be selling something a lot more frequently than that, but let's just go with what tends to happen out there. And it seems to happen about every six months. Now, that's fine, you can sell your stuff as frequently or as infrequently as you like. But the thing you can't afford to do in this day and age is ignore your audience in the meantime while you're uh, outside of the times that you're selling. I think it's rude, I think it's freaking disrespectful, and I think, you know, if you can't even be bothered showing up for your audience, showing up for your people and adding value in between the times that you're trying to sell them something, what kind of message is that sending to them? It's like only talking to your children when you want them to do something, right? I think it's a little bit shit or or only talking to your friends when you, when you want to actually do something versus, you know, just staying in touch. I think we've got this... Um, this really weird kind of thing that goes on where we we get into such a a flurry about what we're launching and what we're selling which is great you've got to be excited and passionate about that but we can tend to slip into this thing where we forget that everybody else like that even exists outside of launch now yes i know you've got to deliver yes i know you've got lots of clients yes i know there are many many things that, that you need to do there's many hats that you're juggling you've got children probably fur babies clients, business, marketing, you know, all of the things, delivery, reports, like whatever the heck it is that you've got to do, managing staff and everything else, trying to stay on top of your game. Plus you've got your whole personal life stuff. I get it, but you can't afford to not market yourself by way of adding value to your audiences in between the, the selling points. So the the points in time in which you're selling. So what I wanted to do is make it really, really simple for you. And, and see how you can really keep consistent, right? Because there's something, it's, it's really interesting. I, there are some days where I don't feel like showing up. I know you might be shocked by that, but there are some days where I don't feel like showing up and I'll have like these different conversations in my head about what I'm going to do, about what I'm not going to do. And, you know, I try like bargain with myself. I'm like, hang on a second, Nicola, what would you tell your people to do? And I would tell yous, to shut, the, tell yous <laughs> to shut up, stop whinging, bitching and moaning, show up and talk to your people and add value, even if you're not feeling it and talk about how the fact that you're not feeling it. So this morning, I've got something funky going on with my eye. I don't know what's happening. I, I feel a little bit like I'm kind of like wading through sludge this morning. It's a, it's really, really weird. I had a bit more sleep than what I would usually last night. So I wonder if that's um, anything to to throw into the mix. But it's just like, you know what, I've, I've got this commitment and I've made this commitment to, to you, to my audience, to my people, to show up and deliver value. Now, yeah, it just so happens that I'm launching a program, that's great. But even when I haven't, and I've been very vocal, like I don't have anything to, to sell you or offer you, I still give you some steps that you can undertake. I still suggest some things that you can do. Even despite, the, even on the days when I am selling stuff, I still make sure that you've got actionable steps just in case you don't want to buy or if it's not the right time or you don't have the money or whatever the hell else it is that's you know, going on in your world, maybe it just doesn't feel right. There's always actionable things that you can do, actionable steps that you can take in order to progress and move you forward. And I think that this is something that is missing with most people because they tend to get up in their heads and this might sound familiar to you. So, oh, well, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? How do I stay excited? How can I stay consistent? How do I stay on message? What do they need to hear today? So instead of going through all of that, how about we make it really, really simple for you? Think about the four main things that you believe that your audience really need. Okay. So for me, it's confidence. You guys need to know who your audience is. You need to really hone your positioning and you need to work on your influence, right? They're the four big, Kind of categories that I know that you guys really need. And then from there, it's like, okay, so let's look at the first one. What if, if we look at the first one, which was confidence, how do we build confidence? What are three big things that we can use to build confidence? Well, we work on your mindset. We remind you about how fucking awesome you are. And then we have a look at your strengths, right? So we use those three things. And then, like, let's say that you've got that that first big thing being confidence. We break that down into three things, okay? Mindset, strengths, confidence, uh, uh, knowledge. And then the next thing that we have a look at is, all right, are there four things that I can talk about with mindset? Well, hell, like I can probably talk for 25 years on mindset. So sure as heck, there's like four things I can talk about with mindset. With knowledge, is there four things that I could talk about to help you guys see that you already know so much more than you're willing to give yourselves credit for? Hell yes. Shit, I'm writing a whole book about it right? There are so many things that you can do to remind yourself that you've already got enough qualifications. You already know enough for you to start adding value into the marketplace. You've already got so much going on in your head that you can use to help move people forward. So we really want to acknowledge those. So I can talk for hours on that. And then the next thing is your strengths. You know, again, there are so many beautiful qualities that every single one of you have that quite frankly, you take for freaking granted, right? And it's time to stop because not everyone can do the things that you do in the way that you do it. Not everybody can break things down. This is, this is um, made really apparent at skating last night. So I'm, I'm the roller derby coach at the moment for our league and I love it. But one of the things that one of the ladies said to me last night, she said, Oh, I really like the way that you broke down the like the one, two, three things. And what that means, hey Carol, hey Jones, hey Andrea. For me, what I do is I've got this thing where I can just go, all right, well, this is what we need to do. Let's break it down into like three or four really simple things that you can so that you can actually think while you're doing something. So in this instance, it was one squat two, move over, three, shift your foot. And so it's just like one, two, three. Gonna go one, sh, two, three four, you know, it's going to go one, two, three, you know, move your foot. And she said like it was just, it just, it made everything just go like bang, right? It just clicked for her. And and I didn't realize, you guys, I didn't realize that this was something that I that I do all day, every day. And I just find really easy. I'm always breaking stuff down. I'm always trying to look at different things, different ways to make things really simple for people. So until it was pointed out, uh, not just last night, but I was reminded last night, I've I've been told lots of times that, oh, like I I really like the way that you break things down, make something that's really complex simple, and I'm just like, ah, yeah, I kind of forgot that I did that, right? There's things that you maybe you're always the person who seems to have the right words. Maybe you've got this really great eye for design that you've never given yourself credit for. The strengths that we have within us are often the things that we take for granted. The other people are just like, I don't know how you do that, that's just freaking amazing. And you're just like, well, it's just kind of what I do. I thought that everybody could do this, right? So, like, we, we look at those things. So, for, for you guys in that, it's like, what are your three categories and what are four things you can talk about with each of those things? And before you know it, there's 12 weeks of topics created, right? So, you can never, ever, ever sit there, justifiably sit there and go, oh, I don't know what to say. If you, if you do this, if you do just that thing that I told you, which you all should, and, you know, I'm mad if you don't, you go through and do those things. You have got no justifiable way of saying, oh, Nicola, I couldn't do this because I didn't know what to say today. It's total bullshit. You can absolutely get out there. You can absolutely help motivate and inspire your audience. You can add value even if you're not selling anything, right? You've just got to find some things to motivate you to talk about right? And I think that's more the thing there. There's always stuff that you can use to add value in your world, whether it's about your hobbies, whether it's about something that's going on with your children, whether it's something that you noticed at the supermarket, it might be some something that you've read that you're just like, that's really crap. And then you can talk about it, right? But the thing that we really need to see you do is to really kind of come out freaking swinging, Right? If you really want to make this year the best year ever, you've got to be willing to do something different. Otherwise, you're going to get exactly the same results as what you got last year and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that. And you might be okay with that. But if you want to grow, and if you want to accelerate, and if you want to change the things that you that you're experiencing, then you've got to have a look at doing something a little bit different. So number one, create a little bit of structure. Number two, find that inner, like, right? So like, Eye of the Tiger does that for you. But I guess one of the things that I wrote in Eye of the Tiger and one of the things that a a, a client said to me the other day, she's like, sometimes, Nicola, she said, I actually saw the Eye of the Tiger thing. She's like, that's how I felt. Like, I felt like i have been, you know, punched and, and boxed. I'm like lying on the mat and I just don't have the energy I wondered if I've got the energy to get back up. And I, and I actually remember having a conversation with a, a previous mentor of mine saying pretty much the same thing. And he said to me, we're just too stupid to stay lying down, Nicola. Like we're, we're too stupid to give up. Like we, we, meaning you as well, the people who are successful, the people who are going to make an impact, the people who are actually going to get out there and make change and help people and survive and thrive in business – are those who are too freaking stupid to lie down on the mat and let that ding 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 bell go? Because I'm like, I've got too much to freaking do. So I have the tiger is the thing that helps you to find that that extra, you know, second, third, fourth, twenty-fifth wind, whatever it takes. For you to be able to come up and for you to be able to continue adding value, continue selling, continue adding value, continue putting yourself out there so that you can actually help the people, but doing it in a way that's fun, right? So you'll see when you when you go and have a look at the page, it's really, I had a so much fun um, writing this. So if you go to au forward slash tiger, because I am the tiger, when you go over there, you'll see the the fun things that I've got in there. But it's kind of like um, the thing that we've got to do first is like I've gone, ooh, like it's a bit like I get these songs that kind of ripple through my head, right? So music is a huge part of, of, of my world. But one of the things is like, ooh, it's like, like a prayer. You know, life is a mystery. Everybody must stand alone. Even though we're all joined and we're connected, if you want to lead, if you want to stand out in the market, then you've got to be prepared to set your intentions and you've got to be prepared to kind of really put yourself out there, step into your spotlight and stand alone for a while. Although, but not really alone, but kind of alone. You've got to really step up and lead. And then that kind of went into, I was like, oh yes, like let's go and do all of, all of that. That really makes sense. And then it's like, well, the next thing that you've got to do is get into you know, what makes you different. What is it about you that really has you being able to leverage all those strengths and talents that I talked to you about before? And now some people are like, oh, but, and I've heard this a lot But what if people um, think that I'm just full of myself and I'm tooting my own trumpet and this, that, and the other. And I had like, you know, you're so vain. Um, That song come rippling through my hair. I'm like, bang, there you go. You know, you're so vain. You probably think this song is about you. Well, in business and in marketing and in anything that you want to achieve, you have got to, you know, own those amazing things about you, right? You've actually got to get to a place where you're okay with being vain, resourcefully vain, right? So for me, what that means is that you're able to go, you know, not from a place of bringing anybody else down by any stretch of the imagination. It is about you leading though, right? And you being okay with stepping into the spotlight, And then three, like the third thing that we've got to go through is uh, like not being a chasey bitch, trying to chase all the people to try and get all the sales and like do all of that, but rather sit back, add value and let your people come to you, right? So I know for, for some of you, you'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, Nicola, I've been waiting for something like this. I am so freaking in, shut up and take my money, stop fucking talking. You know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. That's great. If someone says to me, "Oh, I'm kind of interested," you know, what do you think? Then I'm happy to answer questions, but I'm not the like Gwen Stefani. Like I ain't no holla back girl, you know. If I'm not going to. I'm not going to chase you. If you don't think that I'm the right person, then I'm probably not. If you don't think it's the right program, then it's probably not. But if you are in that kind of space where and, and you don't want to be that that person for your people either. You want to be out, and that's why one and two is so important. Like the third thing is that you've got to be so certain in what you're doing that it, it, that, it, that it magnetizes people to you versus you feeling like you've got to go out and chase and find the opportunities and uh, reach out and build connections and build networks and do all of that kind of stuff. I would much rather for you, it's a lot less time consuming, for, for people to be coming into you. And then the next part about all of this is you, you've got to be somewhat entertaining, right? Think about it. You know, how many people are so freaking boring with their marketing? And I know that this is, this is a big fear for a lot of people. Like, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to be bland. I don't want to be beige. I don't want to blend in. And that's where we get to play, right? And, and you know, kind of channel Robbie Williams in Let Me Entertain You and where you get to really embrace that theatrical side of you, which I know is in there somewhere, right? Even if you're not quite sure what that looks like yet, but find some of the theming that really works for you. And the next thing is you don't wanna be everywhere, right? We wanna be really strategic about the platforms and the stages that you show up on. It's like, is the voice appropriate? Do you go up? Like you're not going to go on The Voice and MasterChef and you know all of those other different TV shows, right? You're not going to go on Married at First Sight if you're already married. Think about it from a television show perspective. You want to go on the shows that are going to help you to highlight you and, and what you're what you want to do. For instance, for example, so if you're a singer, maybe The Voice is the right thing, right? If you're an amazing cook, then MasterChef is probably more your your jam. So, haha, you see what I did there? I didn't even mean to do that. So we want to be strategic about the platforms. And then like the next one, I, I kind of had, um, you know Lizzo, I do my hair toss, I check my nails, you know, and tell me how you're feeling, feeling good as hell. What I want you to really do is, is feel amazing about what you're creating. Feel amazing about the blogs that you're writing, that they're on point, that they're adding value, that you're using that as a medium for marketing to help people really get to know you like you, trust you, that old, that good old marketing chestnut, because we need people to be able to get to know you and your style and what you're about. I was chatting with a publisher yesterday and they read read my book. She'd read my book, Visible, and she said, I really like the way that you write is really chatty and conversational. And I'm not, and in my head, I'm like, well, I think that's very much me. You know, the way that I do my live streams, it's kind of like, it's chatty, the way that I I write, how I speak, (laughs) it is edited. (laughs) The writing is edited. So I write how I speak. And so what that, I guess, like what that reminded me that was, you know, really helpful for me is that I, I really am being me no matter where I show up. It was a really good reminder. So I want you to be able to do the same. And the next thing that we want to have a look at is that there are so many different ways for us to be able to help our people. So we're channeling Olivia Newton-John and getting into let's get physical, which is like in-person stuff, right? We're not just like working out, but you can work out if you want, like working out is really important. Um, but in that module, what we go through is all of the ways for you to be able to run events. Hey, Amanda, the way for you to be able to run events, whether they're in person or whether they're online and the fundamentals of, of all of that kind of stuff. And there's a lot that goes into events and workshops. And then we look at you know how you kind of channel at Queen and Freddie Mercury on stage at Live Aid. You know, that, that really, to me, it was like that that pivotal uh, kind of moment where they were able to really create a whole lot of influence. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that we want to have a look at in, in module eight, in Eye of the Tiger. It's like, how do you use all of this marketing now that you've done? How do you use all of this positioning to create mass influence, to help people on a global scale? So that's really what we're looking at with Eye of the Tiger, which I think is really fun. But it really ties back into you use all of those things, whether you're selling something at the time. Excuse me. Why do I always sneeze on live streams? It's so weird. So, so weird. Uh, We want to be doing all of this stuff, not just when you're selling something, right? Because otherwise... You know, to me, it's almost feel a little bit like you're using people up, and I don't think that's fair. I think we want to be able to have conversations with people, even when you don't want something. It's like, it's like if my husband only wanted to talk to me because he wanted to have sex, I'd be really freaking pissed off, right? I want to be wooed, I want to be talked to, I want to have connection, I want to build conversation, like I want to have all of that stuff, and then yeah, talk to me when you want to have sex, but also like build that build that almost like that desire, I suppose, in that relationship and that connection before you kind of go in asking for what it is that you want. So that's really the fundamentals of of any kind of marketing that you're doing, no matter what it is that you're selling and offering. Uh, really for me though, the thing that that I, I really wanted to give you guys through Eye of the Tiger is the the a complete framework that you can rely on forever. It is gonna help you to create your own intellectual property. It's gonna help you create your positioning. It's gonna have you standing out for all of the right reasons, and you really being able to own your voice. So in a you know a really amazing kind of sassy fun style. So that's out at the Tiger. There's some really generous payment plans that I've put in place there for that. If you've got any questions about it, let me know. The big piece of advice that I can give you right now, though, regardless of what it is that you do, is remember to add value into the marketplace by way of content, by way of live streams, by way of marketing material, by way of free things, by way of anything that you can possibly do. Give it all away for free and and just keep adding value to your audience. Remind them that there is more help that they can get from you if you happen to be selling something. If you're not selling something, that's okay too. Let them know that these are the steps that they can undertake in order to progress forward. What that does is it empowers them and it enables them, should they implement it, to get results in advance with your stuff, right? Which means that before they even pay you a red cent, they're already getting results. They're already able to have a breakthrough, achieve something, have a light bulb click, whatever it is. And that just really helps them to see that you not only know what you're talking about, that you actually give a shit, rather than just saying, hey, buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit, buy my shit, right? And then ignoring them when it's not time to invite them to do that. So there you are, my friends. That is what I have for you today. And it also means actually that even if you're not feeling it, you have got, like if you follow those steps I talked about earlier, you've got some some structure and some content ideas that you can rely on, even if you're not really feeling like showing up. But I promise you the days that you don't feel like showing up and you do anyway, it will fuel you, it will fill you up, and it will absolutely help your audience who is out there following you uh, because they love you and they can't get enough of you, and they love to hear from you, and they love to learn from you, and they love to feel connected to you, and they love to see you, right? So if you go in with that mindset, you know, then that also, like it becomes a really beautiful uh, kind of like feedback loop because you're giving them value and they're really loving what it is that you're doing as well without feeling like they're constantly being sold to. So there you go, my friends. Have a fabulous, awesome, and amazing day. Get out there, go help some people. Have a whole ton of fun doing it. I of the Tiger. Link is in the chat. If you've got any questions about it, please let me know. And let's get this show on the road. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Happy Thursday.